listen harder. <laughs> Hello, I'm Tanya. And I am Brandy. And this is the Listen, listen Harder, harder Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Yay! It still is really fun for me to say that every time. Yeah, there were times where I didn't say it with you because I was like, oh, the audio won't be clean if I say it with you. <laughs> But that was when we recorded like eight episodes before I ever edited them <laughs> and re-listened to them. And I was like, oh, it's not bad if we say it together. So Yeah, it comes through pretty good. I like it. Um, we have a new setup now. We do. Uh, sort of. We're growing. We are. We are finally growing. We're trying to get our sound quality just like nice and comfortable in your ears. Yeah. And it's going to take some time because I'm not an audio engineer. Nope. But and neither am I. <laughs> I have watched some YouTube videos. I have reached out to some friends who have been very nice to give me some information. Yes. We have a mixer now. <laughs> yeah. And I would also I guess that brings up a a point that I would just like to bring into the episode starting is that I just want to say thank you to all the people in our lives that have supported us so far on this journey because it really means a lot and um we like, you know, it's just you and I doing the podcast that you only hear Brandy and I's voices, but it's really larger than that. And there's so many more people that contribute to it. So yeah, I just want to say thanks. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been, it's been rough since we launched just on Tanya and I's insights. Um, it's very vulnerable putting out something that you are creating and you work for and that you like. And Putting it out there and, and then asking friends to help you yeah. is not something that's not Tony Knight's comfort <laughs> comfort space. No. So. <laughs> not at all. Uh, yeah, but it's been it's it's just neat that um to know that when you do ask, when you do put the ask out, people are there for you and they do want to support you and it's it's hard to get used to, but it's also um I don't know, just like it makes me feel good to know that there are people that support it, you know, Yeah, <laughs> because it is vulnerable. It's, uh, you know, sometimes like I love every episode and I listen to them. Uh, when we, we didn't want to, but then when we realized we had to edit and put it up ourselves and make sure there wasn't any weird things happening, then we had to listen to them. So <laughs> yeah. And listening to them, I've noticed like there's uh there's a part of me that wants like there's a part of me sometimes that's like ah and wants to like judge myself or like feel bad, but it's been a growing experience for me because I kind of let that part exist, but then I let it go because I'm like, you know what? The deeper the deeper message of this episode and what we're talking about is more important than how I feel about myself personally. Yeah. I've already heard things that I don't agree with myself yeah. anymore. And I'm like, okay, but it's nice. It's nice to see the journey of that. And it's fine. Yeah. I don't mind. I've also learned stuff for myself. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> I didn't think I knew that or even thought that it yeah. just came out. And same thing with Tanya. Like I've heard you say things that I'm like mind blown. And then I'm like, wait, I was there. I've already heard this once same. before. Same with what? you. It's like, you're speaking to my soul and we were, it's like, but it's like, it, it goes to show that hearing things at the right time make a difference. And that's why I'm just glad these exist just all the time because you never know when someone's going to listen to something and maybe they need to hear something. And even though we don't feel the same way, 
anymore or something that we said where I can't believe I said that I already feel differently about it. It's still okay that that exists in the ether because you never know when someone yeah. might need it. Well, it's, it's reminiscent of a book that I just uh, listened to. It was um, The Lion Tracker's Guide to Life by Boyd Vardy. Check the episode notes to make sure that's correct. <laughs> We're going to fix that there. <laughs> but I, I, I just kept messaging you. Yes. And I was like, this book, it's changed my life. Da, da, da. And started from a podcast from the Aubrey Mar- Marcus podcast. And then I went on a deep dive of this guy. I was yeah. on his website. I listened to his book. But um, I wanted everyone to read this book. But then I had to realize that this is what I needed to hear right then. And it resonated with me because that's where I was in my life. So it's hard to recommend it to people because it changed my life, but that's because that's what I needed to hear in that moment. And I want everyone to read it. I really want everyone to read it, but I don't know if it'll affect them like it affected me Yeah, in that moment. Yeah. And probably for some people, maybe it would. And a lot of people, it probably wouldn't. And that is a uh... So interesting. And also, um, I guess, like, to talk about listening to ourselves and hearing different things and, and stuff like that, it makes me think about just the art of letting go in general. And that makes me think about um, the end of the year coming up. Yeah. Uh, 2020 has been quite the year. <laughs> I don't really... 2020 means something to everyone in a big way. Yeah. Each person has a different relationship with 2020. Yeah, definitely. And I guess it's weird because right now an image just popped up uh, for 2020 for me. And it's like, uh, what came up was a scratch off. And it's the the image that I see initially paints one picture and when I first look at 2020 mm. it's like, here's here's what you see on the surface but here's your penny and I need you to scratch that because there's so much underneath that you can't see but if you do the work uh you'll be able to see it so take that penny and let's start I just hit my tooth <laughs> <laughs> we're trying new things with microphones we're trying to hold them closer to our mouths so that way the sound is better. And I hit my tooth. Hit her tooth, which I guess is a good thing because she is holding that microphone very close to her mouth. Um, but yeah, that image, that is opening up so much in my own mind for it. It's, you're right. That's exactly. And whatever someone scratches off, it's different for every single person because Kind of like I said, everyone has a different relationship with 2020. And I think it's it's important to really think about what that relationship is and what that means. There's a lot. There's, I guess, so there's so much. (laughs) I know. But I feel like in time when to go back to when my dad was sick and when he's um, when he was sick before we knew he was going to die. It was a huge stress. And when you put that kind of stress on your quote unquote normal life, things either break, they get stronger, or just things are surprising for what happens. Like I thought people would come together and they didn't. It it drove people apart in ways. It brought out ugly parts of people. It brought out, you know, you would think everyone's going to rush to support each other, but then it didn't. 
sometimes it would bring out these ugly things. It would it put stresses on relationships that maybe fractured them to a point where they wouldn't continue on. Or it makes you be strong in different ways that you wouldn't have thought to be strong. And that's how I feel like 2020 has been. It's been a huge stress on everyone and everything. And if you, I think it shows if you don't have a solid grip of that, that thing, whatever it is, your relationship, your life, whatever you're going through in your life, personally, adding that stress is hard to deal with. Yeah. And for us, though, we always learn from stresses. Yeah. (laughs) But... Yeah, I totally, I totally resonate with that. And to add on to what you just said, it's also like, also surprises will come up where new relationships will grow and new things will come from it from areas that you weren't expecting and different, uh, different parts of you will emerge that you're like, I didn't even know this part of me existed. (laughs) You know what I mean? And like different, it allows you to just see things in a new lens. Um, And One thing, when I started 2020, and I had obviously no idea what was in store. I think I knew, but I didn't know. (laughs) Because I kept telling Tanya, I was like, the word word ephemeral just keeps banging in my brain. And I remember sitting sitting there next to you, and I was like, because we had planned to go to this music festival. And I was like, I don't want the festival to happen yet and you were like why I was like if it happens it's over and I don't know if it's going to happen again and which was stupid at the time because this festival happens every year so it was like yeah of course the festival but I didn't know if we would all get to go to this festival again together I just knew once we had that moment it was gone and and I kept telling you ephemeral was just banging yeah And then everything changed. It's true. Yeah. And I mean, I do think maybe in some way you were connected and you could just feel that because you were right. The festival did not happen this year and we did not get to, and no one got to go because it just, it didn't happen at all. Um, Yeah. And then, and speaking of words, like that's uh, when 2020 started, I always pick, I always pick a word to uh, have my year themed by, I guess, instead of doing a resolution. I think I started this a few years ago and it serves me well because resolutions aren't really a thing that work for me. And I think the reason it doesn't work for me is because it's just a tradition that people started and it's not something that I chose for myself. So the word is, is something more that I chose. Um, Well, and I think too, the cool thing about your word thing, which I've also adopted because of you is... (laughs) It allows you to discover what that means for you. And whereas I feel like resolutions are kind of, you're defining the end point that you want to be. And you and I don't believe that we can know the end point. Like we only know what next step we can make. And sometimes we don't even know that. We just kind of have to move (laughs) blindly forward. Yeah. So. Yeah, totally. Um, And I chose the word rhythm, which I didn't really know what it meant for me at the time. And I think it's taken on a lot of different um, meanings for me uh, this year. And I think where I'm at now with it, um, because it's been a journey. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, we're not even to the end of the year yet, but we're very close. But what rhythm means for me now is uh, I think 2020 
the gift it's given me because I do think that there's always a gift, right? With and in any dark times, uh, was that Mary Oliver quote? Someone once gave me a box full of darkness, and I realized that too was a gift. I know I'm not saying it. Correctly. It was something, yeah, a, a box. Yeah, yeah. I I also love that yeah, quote. Yeah, I love I that quote a lot. Look and, in the show notes. I will put it in. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not denying that there's been a lot of darkness, you know, in this year because I would be a fool to deny that. But there's also been so much light and so many gifts, and I think. To get to circle back, that was a long-winded way for me to get back to the gift that I think um, twenty twenty has given me that coincides with my word rhythm. Is it's really, 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 really made me look inside, and I think you have to look inside to find your rhythm. Um, and so I've finally, I thought I was doing that before, and I I think it's so weird how you can trick yourself into thinking that you're doing something when you're really not. And I always thought I was looking inside and I thought I was being honest with like what was going on and, and all of those kinds of things. But I really, really recently have been able to look inside and be like, okay, I see all of this stuff and I know what I'm working with. So let me find my rhythm. And what where I'm at right now is where I'm almost to the point where I'm like, Maybe rhythm isn't something that you find. Maybe rhythm is something that you create. And maybe I can, like, I know I have things to work on and I want to, but maybe I can also let a lot of that go. Like, maybe I don't have to carry all of my entire past with me into the future. And that blows my mind. (laughs) Yeah, to, like, leave it. Yeah, like, I don't have to carry it all with me. Like, it happened and it's gone, Yeah, you know? And up until this point, I've literally been dragging all of my past with me everywhere I go. And I don't, I really don't feel like I need to. And so moving on into 2021, I think everyone, like, I get it. You can't just deny what's going on and and just be like, oh, well, I'm just going to do whatever. But you, but the future is a blank slate there is room for whatever you want to create and I think that's the the gift of of new beginnings yeah um it's it's so much uh (laughs) I just I don't know where to start but I'm gonna start with the one that's on my heart um yeah uh Tony and I call it cocooning which is basically when the caterpillar goes into a cocoon and then emerges butterfly later. But in the cocoon is this very tumultuous dealing with your inner work situation. And I was fine until actually more recently when finally 2020 shook me a bit. Um, not in, All of 2020 was shaking already. Right. <laughs> but when it kind of sent me into this uh, spot where normally... I could always tell myself it's going to be okay. And I always believed it. And then there was a moment where it dredged up something that I thought I had already worked on. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I thought I fixed that, brought it up, and I couldn't tell myself it was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, great. I have to work on this. But I don't know if I would have found that 
without the stress of 2020. Yeah. And so it is a gift because I know that this has been something that has really affected me my whole life and how I live. And um, to circle back, so we're going to pause. Remember where we paused right there. Okay. My word that this year was pivot. Yeah. And I chose pivot because I was just thinking about if something's not working for you, just making a small change or changing your view, like just making some change could be in the way you look at it, whatever it is, some small change, and that can change the trajectory of whatever that given thing is. So that was my word. And I was kind of doing that, um, thinking about things. But then 2020 really started rolling and it broke me in the sense that I was like, oh, everything I thought I wanted for my life is maybe not what I want anymore. Yeah. And so I'm in this cool spot where I get to I get to figure that out. Anything's possible, which is also terrifying because <laughs> anything's possible and I have to figure out what that means. So now I'm in this discovery process, but then I have this stress of you're not going to be okay to deal with. And that, but it led there because I can't choose those next steps of maybe where I want my life to go till I know and figure out this you're going to be okay. And so it's going to be a gift when I figure it out. <laughs> but <laughs> right now I'm still in that cocoon. Yeah. But I know that this has been something huge for me and I would not have found it without all of the events that happened. Yeah. And there's a ton of things that had to happen for me to get to this point. Like it's almost, I think of it like dominoes, like this one thing had to happen to hit this thing, to hit this thing, to hit this, to hit this person, to hit this. And then all of a sudden I was like, crap. Yeah, I know. And also, I don't know if you feel this way, because I feel very similar to what you just said with a lot of the inner workings that I've just realized, oh, these are things you need to work on. And what I feel like is, how could I have not seen this all of this time? <laughs> like, it's so clear to me now that I see it, that I'm like, wow, it was right there. It was, it was just right there the entire time. And why? Why is it only now that I'm seeing it? Which I, I guess is, you know, the gift of all of the events that have transpired and everything that has led up until now is I guess I'm just grateful because I could have been, I could have just kept going on all even more and more years without seeing what I see now. Yeah, it's, um, I guess in, in other ways we can, we have the comfort of, doing things that allow us to ignore those things. I think we we don't even realize that we find things that mask those feelings from ourselves or what's really going on. Or it's kind of like, well, it's we found things that made us not have to worry and feel that way. And we thought that we've, we mistakenly thought that we fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, oh, cool, we fixed it. But really, we just found... A band aid. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and now uh, 2020 is like a drill that normally that drill only goes to the first, I don't know, the, 
I have a picture in my brain of all the different layers of the earth. <laughs> I don't know what any of the layers are called. But you but... know the one you want to get to is the core. <laughs> yeah. So... 2020 is this drill that's just like went way down in the middle and forced us all to go in there and forced us all to look at things that we didn't know we had to deal with before. Yeah. Um, and that's not easy, but I think from this, it's kind of like, I mean, fires have happened, right? We've had all kinds of fires in Australia and fires in California, but a fire sounds like it's destructive and it is, but sometimes forests need that in order to grow back even more lush and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And as long as it's a fire that just completely decimates everything, I think that that's what we, I know that's what I needed in order to now grow. Yeah. I resonate with that a lot. Like I completely resonate with that. And I also think that, um, I think that for me, another thing is a fire, um, is really out of control. And once it like, once it starts going, you can't have, you just can't control that. It gets, it gets out of hand. And I feel like 2020 has felt like that for so many people just, there's nothing, what can I do? I'm one person. What can I do? There's just everything around me. So many people are in pain. There's so much going on. And what the answer came to me was that there's nothing you can do except for change yourself. Yeah. And that's, that's the only thing I can focus on and control in my life. And so I turned inward and I really started looking and I'm like, okay, there's so many things in my life up until this point where I thought I was changing and maybe I was in some way but real transformation has not occurred that's that's the truth like real transformation has not occurred for me and that's where this cocooning <laughs> hurts like yeah. a lot because <clears throat> it's um for real transformation to occur, you really do have to let go of who you are now and trust that who you're going to be is the person that you're meant to be, right? And so you have to let go of so many things. And that's, pain. that's a painful process. Letting go, loss, destruction, all of that is painful but when you come out on the other side and it's weird because my body is giving me chills right now because when you come out on the other side if you hadn't gone through all of that there's no way you would have even emerged on this other side and also I for me don't want to go through my entire life never giving myself the chance to transform and I feel like 2020 has really been like okay well there's things that I'm not asking you anymore. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I think it has forced everyone into an uncomfortable position without asking. Yeah. And uh, again, it's that stress if you're not okay with it. 
if you're not ready for it. But one thing you said that just really made me think about, like, there's so much going on when you turned inward. And I do believe that the more we each can change our work, listen to our insides and work on our insides, work on being better, become pillars. And those pillars become something that people, other people can now lean on or see an example for to help them also be pillars. I just had this crazy thing and I have to interrupt you. Caterpillars. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. Um, someone who knows art, which we know someone, <laughs> Justin, who is in our podcast family. You haven't met him yet. But you will. You will. And he's an amazing artist. Um, we're going to have to have him draw a caterpillar <laughs> and make that a mug or a shirt. Yes, but I didn't mean to inter- Well, no, I, I did. Yeah. Yes, we do. We become pillars. Yeah, and I think that's where we we don't see it, but I think that's where we elevate as a society. And that's where we fix the problems that feel so far outside of us that we only feel like victims to it. And I think that's been a struggle with 2020 is we just feel like victims to all of the things that are happening and everyone's just reacting to it and they feel powerless and they feel vulnerable and they feel alone and scared and without anything to hold them. And that is a terrifying place to be, but it's also the place where you become stronger. Yeah. And you learn things about yourself. And if you can build yourself up to be more of a pillar, then society can elevate. That's the only way you can build another layer. Yeah. We all rise together mm-hmm. and you have to do the work on yourself. Cause as much as I want to go out and help, and I'm not saying to not do that, of course, help where you can and help other people and be there. But if you're not, if you're not helping yourself and you're not making the changes uh, inside, then you're not you're not going to be as strong of a pillar for other, for others and for the world. And I think that's the real work. Yeah. And we all have different capacities to serve. Some people do have the ability to, maybe they have the funds to create the the charity work or donate to places that need to do it, or they have the time or they choose to do that with their time. I think that there's, you have to find the ways that you can serve and when you can expand that service to expand it. But a lot of us, me included, um, I think think like, oh, I don't have a lot of time and money. What kind of change can I do? I'm not a politician. I'm not, I don't have influence, you know, and it's easy to feel like what you do doesn't matter. And I don't think you just because you can't see it, it doesn't mean that what you're doing doesn't matter. And I think if, if we all try to work on ourselves and become that inner, like that pillar, then it just serves to help in a way that you couldn't have done if you had $5,000 to throw it, a charity of some sort. Yeah. And it, to me, that also ties into something that we talked about before, which is recalibrating. 
I think you and I have been trying to do that. <laughs> and it's it feels like an avalanche coming at us. Um, and we're just throwing one little stick at it to try to stop it from going. But there's so much uh, anger, negativity, fear, uh, insert other words like that <laughs> happening right now. The more we can counteract those and also put in uh, support, positivity, helping, hope. Yeah. Hope is so huge. The more that you can find little ways to do that, it's going to help counteract the weight of 2020. Yeah, it really is. And something you and I talk about a lot is um, zooming out because sometimes when you get too immersed in the stress or the uh, severity of a situation, sometimes zooming out can help. But I also think we were talking about before there are times to zoom in and we are doing um, gratitude uh, challenge and different things that and bringing that into our life. So if you do zoom in sometimes and maybe take a break from taking on all of the stress of the world and just noticing what's around you and just kind of taking those moments to just be grateful for random things. You can find so many weird, wonderful things to be grateful for in your everyday. If you're looking and if you can get out of your mind about all of the craziness and get back into your heart and just be here. Um, I know that's easier said than done, but the more you practice and the more you work on that, I feel like it's a strength that you can grow and you do become that pillar. Yeah, you brought up something really important. Another thing that I feel like has been happening, and rightfully so, because there's a there's a ton of ton of things happening. It's largely where what we focus on, and so what we focus on affects us. And it's really hard not to focus on all of the negative things of 2020, because it feels like at every corner. I feel like I'm just imagining myself in a haunted house, which I will never go in. <laughs> I, I hate haunted yeah, houses. They're not great. <laughs> um, uh, they're for some people, sure. Not for us. <laughs> not for us. Um, but I imagine it's it, that's what 2020 feels like. Like you're just trying to walk through a house, and then something has to pop out at you at every two seconds and remind you that you're in a terrifyingly scary place. Yeah. When you're just trying to get through it and pretend like it's not a scary place. So we're constantly focusing on that. We're like, oh, okay, this. And we have media going, hey, all these negative things are happening. And then you have maybe your friends and loved ones freaking out or going through some very real things and you feel for them. And then you have, you know, your social media adding on to it. And then you can't leave your house and you have maybe problems there or your all the life stresses are happening. Like there's just so much to, yeah. to, to eat. And it's really easy to only focus on those things yeah, because they're in your face. And they demand attention. You have to ask them to move so you can focus on something else. Yeah. And one of the things I've been trying to do this year is focusing on little things that bring me joy or happiness. So recently I just, I bought a little tub to soak my feet every now and then. So I do that and that. that feels really nice. Just, or working on your inner stuff or taking a moment to learn something or watch even a show that brings you joy or talk to a friend. If you can meet up with them, cool, whatever, you know, whatever little things bring you joy. Yeah. 
Um, also, uh, one thing I just want to throw in here too, because I got the urge in my heart and like maybe someone listening needs to hear this. Also, if you need to ask for help, then do. And we're talking a lot about inner work and everything, but also there's times where you can't do it alone. So if you need to reach out to a group or to a therapist or to a friend or family member for help, then that's okay too. And I also know that not everyone can afford that. And I know that there's probably programs out there that can help. And if we can do some research and put it oh, yeah. in, we can put it in the, um, the notes. in the notes for this, uh, this episode, we will. So please check there. Um, at least it will be a place to start. Um, and also when you were talking, that was just a little. Well, little, I just, uh, one more yeah. thing on that, because I recently thought about that because uh, we had a friend that was going through something and I was, if you need anything, let me know. And I say that a lot. And I've been told that too and I'm like yeah yeah okay no one ever takes you up on that yeah and no one does it's nice to know someone's like yeah I'm here for you but I would love to find a time where people can actually maybe find a way to take advantage of that more because I sincerely mean it I want to be there for someone I just don't know how to be and I need them to tell me how yeah I know maybe they don't know how either. Sometimes it just means being around someone or listening could be a bunch of things, but take a moment too, because your friend may not know how to help you, but they may want to. And if you take a moment to think about maybe what would help me and ask them, maybe you just need them to watch a movie with you over Zoom. (laughs) Like, I don't know, but think about it and use that if you need to. Definitely. It's really hard to to know what you need sometimes. And also it's okay to not know what you yeah. need and still like and still like find ways to I guess reach out and uh just know you're not alone because I feel like that is also something that a lot of people in 2020 are struggling with is feeling alone. And no one should feel that way because we're all in this together. It, and also, as much as it is important to be a pillar, it's also important to allow other people to be pillars mm. for you. Because yeah. as much as we like to give as humans, um, it's also important not to deny other people's right to give or want to give as well. You know, that's that receiving is very much as it's important. I can't get my words out. It's equally as important as giving and I think sometimes we forget that because receiving feels selfish but it's not because when you're receiving you're allow you're allowing someone else to be that pillar which is you're allowing them to give you're allowing them to give and that's a gift in itself so that was like a long tangent yeah but I yeah no but what I was gonna say what when you were speaking the image of the butterfly came in my mind because we're talking about cocooning and we're talking about caterpillars and um, everyone, uh, you know, in, in the part of the transformation process, we all know like the butterfly is beautiful and the butterfly is the, you know, where we're going and we get to fly and we get to do all of these things. But I think uh, what came in my mind was take the time to fall in love with the caterpillar yeah. you know what I mean like just honor that caterpillar honor where it's taking you honor honor um honor that process honor the 
honor the growth, honor the moments of silence it had to go through, honor all of that. Um, because I think we're just trying to get somewhere really fast. And I think there's a reason the caterpillar moves so slow, you know? <laughs> Even though it has a billion legs. Yeah. <laughs> you would think it'd be able to go, maybe it goes fast for its size. I don't know. It goes slow relative to me, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? That's true. That's also perspective. Uh, also, we might feel like we're going slow, but maybe we're not. Like maybe we're maybe consider for a fact that we're exactly where we're meant to be and we are moving at the pace we're meant to and all of the setbacks really are steps forward even though they don't seem like that and maybe just be okay you know to be in your cocoon right now and like just sit in there and <laughs> allow the transformation to occur and honor every moment that's gotten you here so far yeah I also, uh, this is a small pet peeve of mine, um, so I'm going to put it out there. I, um, I've personally struggled with hearing people say, like, I don't know what day it is. You know, I can't wait for this year to be over. Um, gosh, bring on 2021. This sucks. Like, and to me, as someone who values time so much, I just am like, and someone who's been in a midlife crisis their entire lives and someone who wants to take advantage of every moment that we have, I am like, no, you should know what day it is. Like, that means you're not living presently and you're not here. However, I recognize that that's a symptom of what's going on for people in 2020. I've had that too. When you're depressed or sad um, or going through something or you're anxious and you're just trying to figure out, that's one of the symptoms of what happens. Um, but I want you to know <laughs> that you do have the power to take back those moments when you want to. You don't have to just go, I can't wait till tomorrow. I can't wait till 2021 when, every, when this year is over because 2020 still has time and it doesn't have to be a throwaway. Yeah. And I'm okay if you don't know what day it is. Like, I've gone through that too. So I guess what I'm just trying to say is we're, it's like we're rushing to the end of the pain. And the pain is always here. You're always going to be dealing with something. And you can't just rush to the end of that because there's no end. There's no end to it. Tomorrow you're going to find something else to be bothered about or something else is going to happen. And so I just want to challenge us all to find a way to still grab life for ourselves and make it matter, even when everything sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay that everything sucks and it's okay to live in that. It's part of the process. I just don't want us to think that we have to wait for that to end before we can live again. Because yeah. you can live and you can find moments to live in that pain too I agree and I when you're talking about that it just brought me back to when we were talking about the microphones in the beginning and you know we it's like a journey like everything's not going to be perfect and you keep learning and you're growing and you get better and it's like that with all things but there's always going to be some new problem or new pain to go through and that's that's definitely part of life but 
it's important to keep going and to learn and to grow and to love and when you can and you honor know. when you can yeah and, yeah and like you know the these moments are the only ones that are here you know this is the time is now um so I think if anything 2020 reminded me of my power and all of our powers and the gift of now. Yeah. So what's 2021 look like for you? <laughs> I still haven't I still haven't picked, <laughs> I haven't picked my word, but I do I do think that uh, 2021 is going to have a lot to do with healing for me. Like, mm. like real healing. Yeah. And uh, I think um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think it's for me, 2021 is going to be a lot of discovery. Yeah. So, or rediscovery. Yeah. Um, for just myself and what, what is this, what does it mean for me to be living in each moment? So, yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. I mean, and you know, cheers to that. Because <laughs> it's going to be. There's going to be things that are, that are still, we're still dealing with and it's not all going to be better, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm hoping that ever, I'm hoping 2021 is what everyone's hoping it is. I feel like a lot of people are like 2021 is when 2020 is over and everything's going to get better. So I, I really want that to be the truth for everyone. Um, and I think it will be. I do too. I think like, external things are going to get better. Yeah. But I also think that just that belief in things will get better, well, it will get better. Yeah. And it's also made me realize, I know, like, earlier we were talking about, like, you don't have to bring your entire past with you, and uh, you don't have to carry that around. And I still believe that's true, but I do believe, like, the past gives you gifts. And I just want to make sure that when I do go into 2021, 2022, or whatever gifts I'm allowed to keep receiving for however many years I'm allowed to be here, um, that I will remember 2020, like with a great fondness, because it's, it's the year that broke me open. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the year that broke me open. So I could see things that I didn't see before. And, um, and now I can use that vision, you know, to bring me into the future. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.